Hey, thanks for listening. Keep up with our latest shows, articles, and more when you download the WOVU app. That's WOVU 95.9 FM. And make sure to keep up with the station where our voices are united. This is Brian Webster, the MyCom Regional Coordinator, and you're listening to We Got Something to Say on WOVU. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, in case no one told you today. Hello, good people. Hello, it's your host, Brian Webster, back again, your MyCom Regional Coordinator here at Burton Bell Carr, uh, doing it how we do it every Saturday, 12 noon. Um, it's good to... to it, it's a good day today. It's, it is, we're recording this on Thursday, uh, January 21st, the day after the inauguration. So there's a new little uh, hope and view amongst a lot of people here especially in in the community just a breath of a fresh air has taken over um but enough about that enough about me um i'm gonna let our guest for today this young man introduce himself and all that he does so go ahead sir introduce yourself good afternoon good afternoon everyone my name is danny butler the third um but i go by coach danny and um i'm humbled blessed honored to be uh, sitting here with you and in front of you know the uh, BBC community, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you you uh, c- can join us. I'm, this is a this is a busy guy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know he 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 came in f- from Michigan for for this interview, but he he's back and forth between Cleveland and, and, and Michigan, what Ohio and Michigan. So tell the people what you do, man. Let them know who you are. Don't be bashful either, because you you like I know you're gonna like to tell everybody. <laughs> So go ahead and tell everybody what hey, you do. Man. Go ahead. Listen, 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 listen. Um, all right. So how can I put this in the most humble way? So because uh, I'm a very humble person. And uh, but I do believe in, as a business owner, you have to promote yourself. The great uh, philosopher Wale Lawrence said, let's keep it G. Nobody see you when you being humble. You know, and as a business owner, you got to put yourself out there. So I am a business owner. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have a life coaching business. Invest in you coaching. I'm a life coach. Uh, that's, that's one thing that I do. I also, uh, I have my own school uh, under that, um, the Invest in You Coaching uh, Mentor and Virtual Learning Academy. And uh, so that's something that, you know, I'm very excited about. Um, also, um, under the Investing You Coaching uh, name, I have a happy hour at a black-owned business, um, uh, at the Grio, the Grio Music Lounge. So, um, so uh, some of these things uh, are on ice right now because of the uh, because of the pandemic. Um, but um, so, other than that, I um, I'm a real estate investor. I'm a, a manager. I manage the scientists. I manage a rapper. Um, I I also I'm big into it. my my passion is mentorship. So I do I run the mentoring. I run the book club uh, committee of 100 Black Men Detroit and also uh, the bar. Brothers also read. It's the literary fraternity that I'm a part of. So uh, I mean that's that's enough, man. I think that's that sums it up. See, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, he he did a lot. Now that's more than me. People say I do a lot. That's that's more than me. So so, you know, for for the for the listeners, you know, we we have some some young listeners, some older listeners, some mm-hmm. parents. Talk about the importance because you you mentioned you know 
we have all different races and creeds and cultures that listen to the show but you you mentioned the importance of you know black and 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 being involved with black businesses and and doing things you're a young black man Mm -hmm. talk about the importance of having your hand or being involved in all of these things that you do why do you do all of these things and how does it benefit you and how can it benefit someone else to just stay involved and have essentially multiple forms of of income oh man uh that's such a that's, that's a great question man so um I mean, how do I want to address this question, man? So I definitely feel like you the key is to have multiple streams of income, right? We all want to do that. But I also think it's important that we do that in a way that uh, I'm a big efficiency guy and, and you want to work smarter, not harder. So I think it's best that and what I, you know, as a life coach, what I help my clients do is is monetize off your skills. So if I'm monetizing off things that I'm good at or things that are second nature to me, you know, that's why I can do so many things because I'm just doing it based. I'm making money off things that I'm normally good at. That's why I decided to become a manager because I'm good at networking. I'm good at talking to people. So that's the number one skill when it comes to managing, you know, but my passion, what I care about is, is, is youth, you know? So, um, that, that, that's why I have, um, you know, that's why I have the school, you know, uh, and that's why also I, I work with amazing companies such as uh, building building better men mentoring program, you know, so uh, because it gives me the opportunity to work with youth. But I also but but I do think that it is important to 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 have, you know, multiple streams of income Uh, uh, uh Cause that's how you accumulate wealth, man. You can't have you can't have all your eggs in one in one basket. You know, I worked for Quicken Loans for, you know, a, a decade and two months ago they gave me the can. You know, and and because I don't have all of my eggs in one basket, I've been able to just maneuver just fine. And if I if I would have had all of my eggs in that basket, and once they took it away, my you know my livelihood would would have shooken. But you know because because of that. Because that wasn't the case, you know, I've been able to, to to move forward, you know. And I think that's a lesson for uh, not just young people and kids as they grow up and determine their passions, what they're good at and to pursue, you know, their education based off of really what they're good at in their business. But for adults to hear, because, I mean, we're in a pandemic, people are losing jobs, people are going into unemployment, people are looking for work. And you had multiple forms of income, got fired, well, can, let go. I'm not going to say fired, let go, because maybe it was, who knows? I'm not going to ask the reasons. It could have been probably financial. No, I, I got fired. I, I'm not afraid to, I'm not ashamed to say it. That's what happened. You know, that it, and and I wasn't expecting it. Uh, and, but I was waiting for that moment I, I, I was prepared I had money saved up I had a plan so once that happened I'm like whoop thank you Sienara and <laughs> Chuck the deuces and since then you know God has opened up so many things I couldn't I, I haven't been able to you know keep up but I got fired I, I don't want to that's, that's not sugarcoated okay. they okay. fired me you said it not me okay <laughs> but that's but that's a lesson just to uh, I like what you said about the not having all your eggs in one basket because yeah. nowadays in this country especially for our communities you got to have multiple forms of income right. so you have to constantly evolve so talk to us about this this school that you do uh with the kids you you talked about the it, it was so many I'm trying to remember which one it was uh 
Yeah, so... Uh, you take school. it away. Go ahead. All right, so the school is something... So let me say this. So 2020, we're in, 20, we're in 2021 now, but the school launched in 2020. And 2020 is when the pandemic happened. But 2020 also has been my greatest year. And it's for so many reasons. But one of the main reasons is the school. Uh, investing in you, coaching, uh, mentor, and virtual learning academy. So... What it is, it, it's a it's a virtual learning pod. Um, it's at Durfee um, uh, Inter, uh, International uh, in, in Detroit. And what it is, is the they were already having, Durfee already had a bunch of students. And and I came in and, 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 and shout out to Sharnice Marshall. She gave me the opportunity. Um, but I came and just kind of helped out and, uh, and, 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 kind of organized that and ran what they already had in place. So, um, so Derby is a, is a old school, but it's like a resource. It's the community resource center now. So within Derby, you know, they have the students for me. Uh, and, um, so with that, man, I kind of just came over the top and, and put my spin on it. Uh, I, the, the students, Durfee provided laptops for the students. They provided lunch for breakfast and lunch for the students. They provided free um, Wi-Fi for the students. And then, you know, I got mentors to come to volunteer. And they, they also had a room for the mentors. So if, they, if the mentors needed to, to work, um, you know, and, and take a to step away to take a call, they could do that. So Durfee was very, you know, helpful in, 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 in giving me just an opportunity and they made it very easy because I was, I originally I was, uh, I started my, my school at my house. I was doing it at my house. And then, uh, you know, Durfee and I were doing the exact same thing. So we just kind of combined. And they gave me the re they gave me the platform. They gave me the resources. It's just right now it's just kind of been on ice because of the, because of the pandemic. So you know, and right, so we're we're in Ohio. Ohio and Michigan are completely different when 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 it comes to handling and managing the pandemic. So uh, in Michigan, you know, uh, you know, it's uh, a lot more strict. I would just say that. So uh, that and a lot of other of my endeavors are kind of on ice right now and the school is one of them so so you talk about things being on ice so i know you said um so this program is not virtual it wasn't virtual oh, it's all virtual right okay it, so it, everything is virtual so i wasn't their teacher they 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 were already you know they had their teacher you know they they, they were essentially do their school work with me in my classroom mm. so everything was virtual the only issue now is uh, we're not meeting, you know, businesses, businesses are shut down. So once the governor opens, opens things back up, then, you know, we'll be able to resume classes. So, and I find that interesting because here they have, we have learning pods that are in person and mm -hmm. they go to school on their laptops at a organization or a community center with tutors or or those you know youth service workers that help everyone's masked up their own area they do they work on their computer watch their teachers and are in their zoom classes and then they may do some after school activities so that's kind of you know being involved with my and working there mm -hmm. we've kind of helped with that and, and kind of help oversee those academic learning pod sites so even though they're not in school they're they're at sites uh, uh you know not all of them but a good majority of kids but i know that here they they issued a mandate they want kids back in school by like 
February or March 1st. So I know that all the schools here are moving towards that. So what when when you hear what's going on here and then you talked about what's going on in Michigan, what do you think kids are behind the most? What what hurts the kids the most? Whether if you had to compare a contrast between Ohio and Michigan. Oh man. Well, let's just say this, man. Um uh so I'm from Columbus and I went to a, a private my person me personally I went to a private high school, right? And and but then when working in in Detroit and working in the in the in the inner city, it's uh I I, I can see both sides, right? And let me and let me kind of bring land this plane and tell you kind of where where I'm taking this. So the environment in Ohio is so much different than the environment in Michigan, and that and that is you know, and that and that, and that boil and that boils over to into the education uh, uh, um, field. So, we, this is what we know: in person, virtual learning pre- presents a set of challenges that in person learning does not. So, in Ohio, if students are back in school. In Michigan, everyone has to be virtual, so they're already a step behind, right? And then, uh, for example, man, like uh, you know, my I've been working in Rocky River. Uh, you know, I have a con- uh, my coaching business has a has a uh, has a has a has a contract with Gold Star Mortgage in Rocky River. Shout out to Rick Rucker and Jelani Dorsey, right? And the school there, you know. Everyone there, they are fully in school. They are having recess, and it's like, wow, you guys get to you guys get to experience this. Now, when I go back up two hours back to Detroit, you know, it, it's a different ball game. Is the parents have to be part time teachers, right? And that's something that they're not even they they don't have an option. They have to the the, the kids have to be at home. Right. And then and that presents a whole set of challenges for parents. Right. So it's tough, man. It's 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 tough because virtual learning presents its challenges and Michigan has to be virtual learning and parts of Ohio. They're not. So, yeah. So hold that thought. We're going to do a break and then we'll come back. We're going to stay on that topic. I'm glad you brought that up. We'll be right back. This is Brian Webster, the MyCom Regional Coordinator, and you're listening to We Got Something to Say on WOVU. And we back, man. Before we we went to break, you uh you touched on on an important topic and a point that I I've kind of been bringing up on the show to talk about. You know, we talk about when we focus more so, you know, here in Cleveland and CMSD compared to suburban schools. CMSD is all virtual. It's the biggest school district in Northeast Ohio. You know, probably comparable to maybe like a Columbus mm. school district. So we're virtual, but a lot of suburban schools around Cleveland, oh, suburban wow. Cleveland, are back. Oh, wow. They're smaller districts, but, you know, they're masked up, buses. Mm. So they're back in school. So I find it very, You. that's just a great point. And it's funny that you talk about that's all of Michigan 
and you know we know what the difference is. All I mean, Detroit. All, all of Detroit. Detroit. But is suburban Michigan? Are they back well, in school as fact, well? Matter of fact, I, I don't know. I don't think they. I don't think they are supposed to be. So I'm gonna go out and say no. I haven't. No, I don't think. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't think anyone's back in school right now. In but person. Back when they are in school, I think the suburban schools for sure are in person, and the city schools just like here. Uh, they have to be virtual. So I think that's the case. But right now, everyone's virtual because the state mandated that no businesses are open. So we know the difference, you know, mainly in politics with Michigan mm-hmm. and Ohio. We know why one pushes one way and one pushes another. I, and I, I think that, you know, that's that's beside the point right now. Mm-hmm. So going back to what you brought up in your point, which is, I think, an important point to drive home and needs to be reinforced why do you think suburban school districts open in person, but inner city schools aren't? Besides the fact that they're bigger districts, but why do you think that those communities and those schools aren't in, but suburban schools are? When they say that the inner city schools are already far behind the start. The same reason why it was people allowed to riot at the Capitol and they were. Uh, taken to jail and not shot and uh if that's the reason i think i think that's the best way to sum it up you know in the best way you know just like just how that is put that in the school system man you know uh that's history that's that's u.s history (laughs) now you know it is it's history you know so you know how you know how it's crazy man it's we, we live in this world man it's it's a lot there's double standards. There's double standards between men and women. There's double standards between, you know, societies, societal standards. I'm talking societal standards between, you know, black and white. And I feel like, you know, Democrat and Republican, whatever, however you want to, you know, slice it, you know. Uh, and so I don't think, uh, to answer your question, man, you, I guess you got to just kind of read between the lines a little bit, man. It's just like, you know, it's a tough question. It's, it it leaves you speechless because, <laughs> and then I, I, I don't think people understand. Like, so it, there's people out there that's like, well, up here we go, playing the race car. Up here we go. But I don't think people within our communities or outside understand how important or how much this difference or these double standards affect everything. From where they live to the schools to the education system, everything. So I I think people don't understand enough. So I'm glad you brought it up. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to say harp on it. Uh, We're not going to stay on this too long. But I think it needs to be talked about and said. I agree. I don't. Let me say this, man. Like, even though it's there, it's not an excuse. Right. Because, you know, we still have to. figure out a way to make it and figure out a way to be successful. And if our schools aren't, you know, you know, better than, you know, if our public schools aren't up to par to other, you know, set of public schools, then, you know, it's nothing that you can do. All you can do is control what you can control and just try to study your butt off and, and go from there, man. So, um, but like you said, man, like we, we can't really harp on it. But and and then I, and I wasn't I wasn't trying to you know make it a race thing. It, I think it's also like a, a money thing, you know. The people the people in the in, in the people in the in the suburbs, uh, you know, uh, 
the taxes are a lot higher, you know, so, you know, and also, uh, you know, it's all about the politicians over there that where, where, do, where, do, where do the tax dollars go, you know, so it is, I don't think it's a, it's, it's not definitely not a race thing, right, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a income thing, right, and uh, because I went to a, 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 private high school that costs 10 G's a year, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad had enough money to send me there. So, and and I got, and I can, and I know the advantages that I got when I was going there, you know? So, you know, but that's just high school. That, that didn't represent, you know, my, my, my upbringing. So, but I, that gave, that, that's why I, I know I can see both sides. You know? So, talking about private school education. So, you, you said you realized the benefits that you had can you maybe discuss maybe a differences because I I've asked this question to other people on the show before between a private school education and maybe a public like school education like a Cleveland, a Columbus, or mm-hmm. Detroit public schools and then private like what are what are some of the 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 things that you you take away as being an advantage because again like on this show we talk we got something to say so we're talking about it and then yeah. we we dissect it we figure out solutions and we, and we discuss different ways and, and how to motivate others to, in, in a sense, level up and, and learn the game. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about what we're talking about now, what are some of the differences that you see maybe in education since we, you know, we're on the subject before we kind of shift to, you know, the life coaching aspect? Uh, I mean, the differences between public school and private school, man, is... It's it's, it's 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 a very interesting dynamic, man. I'll say this because I went to public school, you know, for most I would say up to middle school. And then I went to p- private school and middle school, and then middle school and high school and private school. Now the curriculum of my of, of the middle school wasn't that good, but the curriculum of my high school was 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 life changing. And to this day, man, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do, you know. And I think it was harder than, you know, uh, you know, the intake process to cap out facade, you know. And uh, and it it made me who I am, and it taught me a lot about life, and it made me resourceful. And I'll say this: I don't remember the schoolwork, but I remember the lessons, and I remember the people, the people that were at that school. And the resources that I that that came from that school, um, it was it was much greater than uh, than that of a public school. Um, but I don't think just because you go to a private school or a public school, I don't think that I don't think that makes the person. Because I know I got a lot of homies who I graduated. I thought the president of the United States was going to come from my graduating class. It's like just prestigious money. What's the name of the school? St. Charles. Okay. St. Charles Preparatory High School. You know, it's like a, the Notre Dame, all boys, predominantly white. I remember I have I had two hours of homework every single night in every single class. Not the first day of school, but the second day of school, going forward, I have two hours of homework every single night in every single class, bro. And like, I remember, bro. My, I was just so stressed out in high school because it was so hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but college was easy, bro. And when I have a son, I'm gonna send him there, and I want, I want to pay the money. And it's, and it's really, really not because I remember the schoolwork. It, that's not it. But it just like you know the intake process, the capital alpha side, man. It just it teaches you a lot about life, man. And and that's what that school did. So, so when you now, okay, now I'm gonna make you think. 
So you talk about that for the private school and everything, all the lessons you learn. What would it take for that to happen in the Cleveland Metro School, Metropolitan School, or Detroit Public School, or Columbus Public School? Mm -hmm. Could that happen at a few schools? Could it happen at all schools? What's needed as a solution-based show that we are in young black men talking? What, what, what's, how do you get there? What, what, what are those aspects? What's it made up of? It can be done, um, and it is being done. The issue is, we don't, we don't. It's not being highlighted, you know. And the, in my opinion, the way that it's done is if you have dedicated teachers and amazing teachers and pe people who are in it for the students and not in it for money. And matter of fact, you can't be in it for money because you don't make enough money, you know. So it's kind of like that kind of deters people away because, you know. You, it's a stressful job for sure, but it's also it's a it's a job where you're underpaid, so it's like that turns away some of the top talent. So even the people that do are in it for the right reason, they get burnt out when when you're underpaid and they got to hustle or do something else additional, you know. So, um, so to answer your question, man, we just need some amazing teachers. So. I always do this. I, I play both sides. So say I'm a teacher or I'm listening or there's people out there who are like, I'm a good teacher and there's people that really are a good teacher and they constantly say, man, it's the kids or it's the school, it's the system. What do you say to those teachers that maybe are putting their all into it, think they're good teachers, are being told they're good teachers and it's not working? Is it still, is it the is it the, the leadership for them or they're just really not as good as they say they are? They're not being as creative as they can be and resourceful? I think people are too hard on themselves. Who Who is to say that it's not working? You know, I think that if you make an impact on a life, it is working. And and you have, and I think, man, you just got to be consistent and, and, and really... If you love students, man, what comes from the heart goes to the heart. And the best teachers that I know, everything they do, it comes from the heart. And the students love them for it. And and my favorite teacher, man, my sixth grade teacher, Mr. Wilson, I remember it. Bro, bro we don't remember. I don't remember how Mr. Wilson taught me science. <laughs> I remember how the man made me feel. He made me feel amazing. He empowered me. He told me that he, he told me that I was good enough. You know, he was hard on me. He was a big disciplinarian. He always he loved me too though. You know, he told me I love you. You know, and and and, and it's like wow. Like that is that's that's impact, man. So for the teachers that that really do love they students and, and care about it, man, they students know it and rock with them and 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 you gonna make an impact and 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 you will find out years later when that student comes back and say, you know what, I may have gave you a hard time, but I listened to you, and that's that's what it's that's what it's that's deep. You dropping gems, man. I mean, I, what you talking about? A lot of people, you, you they need to sit and listen because what what you discussing is what's important, and a lot of people they miss that point. They don't see it that way, and when we measure schools and how good they are, they don't measure that. They measure test scores yeah. and and attendance and how many kids come and you know you, it, it kind of make you think like well what are we really looking at when it comes like I'm not a superintendent I'm not no department of education guy but it kind of makes you wonder and I'm sure I'm not the only one like well what are we looking at what are we hoping that they're taught like we know there are good people out there good kids good kids coming up people that have made something out of themselves based off lessons learned and who their teachers were but you're right. I think it needs to be more stories like this, but I think more real conversations like this yeah, need man. to happen because you don't hear it. Yeah, you man. don't hear that. I mean, what you just said was powerful, and what you said, what comes from the heart goes to the heart. Like that's a quote you could frame. 
You know what I'm saying? And then when you talked about the, it's it, it not, it's, and we all, I've said that on the show before, it's not what people do. It's how they make you feel that, that matters most and what you remember. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that all of these are, are common things that, you know, it, it, and a lot of times it don't matter if the, the, the teacher may get, you know, they, it may be a great teacher, but it's okay for the parents to do the same thing as well. It's okay for uncles and aunts and grandparents and other people in their lives outside of school are these are, are this way. Give give encouragement. Things come from the heart. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we talk about support systems and things like that. You had that from your family. Mm-hmm. You had that with the teacher. And it sounds like you had it with the students because you said the class, you thought you think the president of the United States is coming out of it. That means y'all pushed each other. And that's still that's support. And I and I think a lot of the things that you talk about, you know, good or bad, you know, it's people that still want to see you down. But I, I think that these are things that they might not be such a big deal. They're not X's and O's or curriculum. But these are aspects that I think that schools and people can take take with them to help build. I think it's building blocks. I agree, man. You know, we got to start somewhere. We got to start with the foundation, bro. So, you know, that's that's. That's what it's all about, man. And I and I we do gotta have more conversations like this, man, where we gotta hear hear different perspectives because, you know, I have my perspective is so different, bro, from being from going to school in the suburbs, going to school in the hood, from, you know, not being a teacher, but, you know, teaching through companies like Math for Success. Um, but also and then then also working with uh, you know, ha- having my own school, you know, and, and just and, and and just, you know, a pod that you know um and 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 just it, it really interacting with students bro I, I i really i'm i'm tapped in i'm in tune with students bro so um just come from my experience i'm, I'm loving the conversation so we got we got more coming back y'all we're gonna take a break and we're gonna get into more of this conversation it's getting deeper and deeper y'all stay tuned this is brian webster and we'll be right back with more of we got something to say Corvette, Corvette, hopping up in jet like jet. Him and then him and that like that. They were like, Pop, why you all like that? Why you talk like that? Why you all like that? It's like Uzi Vert. I'm gonna put Eddie, I'm up. I don't got no time to relax. Time to relax. I turn it to a fool and I turn the five to a stack. Five to a stack. I was just down in the bottom, talking them back in the back. Back in the back. I got this job to mud, but they don't want to talk about that. Keep it a stay. Know that we xing you out if you be moving too fast, and that's a fact. Just keep talking about looking for me, but the this capping ain't know where I'm at. If I ain't no nurse, then I'm on the V. 11 to words to be exact. If I ain't no nurse, then I'm on the V. 11 to words to be exact. It's like Uzi Vert. Maybach, Maybach. That's the new little hit song nowadays. You see all the young kids doing the little TikTok dances and stuff. I hear that Juju, that Juju Smith. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I, I like the little beat, little TikTok. Social media has taken over, man. It has, man. So, so when we when we we get more into to, to this discussion, and, and we talk about you know businesses, we talked about your education and the differences, and we kind of got deep into the different levels and the lessons that are needed. But as we pivot a little bit, you know, you you do business. You know, you said a lot of things are on hold, but you're still doing business. You're still working right now. Mm-hmm. So talk about, you know, the business that you're currently is taking up most of your time right now, keeping you busy. And talk about the impact of, of social media. Okay. Well, uh, so there's 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 two businesses that, that I want to speak on that's taking up um, 
And one of them is one is my business. The other one is not my business. I I, I work for um, this company. So, but I, I'm gonna explain why. So, um, so the first business is investing. You coaching is my life coaching business. I'm a certified life coach through. Um, the ICF, the International Coaching Federation. So coaching is a buzzword, bro. Everyone says they're a coach. You can just say that you're a coach. Um, but and, – and the reason why I wanted to, to, to bring that point up is, you know, uh, I happen to be licensed through a, a, uh, a third-party, uh, I want to say, regulatory system that, that gives training to coaches. So – I became a coach because I give good advice. People, people want to hear me talk, right? And then I got trained to, to coach, and I realized coaching is me giving zero advice. It's me listening and asking questions and, 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 and leading with emotional intelligence, not leading with fear. Most relationships are led with fear. You do what I say because I'm your boss, I'm your parent, I'm your teacher. You do what I say because of that. And then people people are reluctant to 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 really give you honest feedback, you know. So, you know, and I I've managed, you know, you know, you know, hundreds of people. So, um, and I, in my experience, man, you know, when you're authentic and you coach with, you know, and you lead with emotional intelligence, and that is instead of me telling you what to do, I have a conversation with you, and I figure, and I ask you why you think this is the right thing to do, and you make your own decision. When you do that, man, you're gonna have a hundred percent buy-in, and that's much more stronger than me just telling you what to do. So, um, and also my, my 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 superpower is principle reciprocal engagement. So what that means is I put you on game with something, you go, you implement it, it works, and you come back and you tell me that. That makes me feel like a million bucks. It makes me feel really good. So that's the space that I always want to constantly put myself in so I became a coach because I love training and developing and you know helping people you know you know get the get the most out of it a lot of people say that you know people used to say I love helping people people work at quick loans I love helping people buy a house you know which is cool you know but a lot of people who work at quick loans don't care about mortgages right so I'm able to help people in a way that 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 they want to be helped, and you know I do it for myself, and no, not for anyone else. So, w- with the pandemic hitting and and kind of throwing things off, how have you adapted? What are some methods that you use to reach your clientele? Is it all virtual? You still in person? You did say social media. I didn't even I didn't even uh, <laughs> bring that up. So, uh, so with the pandemic, man, and with me coaching, I don't have a brick and mortar. I can coach you over the phone. So a lot of my stuff is virtual anyway. So I found a way to, cause here's a, a while ago I realized that we live in a technology driven society. The jobs that, are, that were around 10 years ago are not around now. The jobs that are around now will not be around 10 years from now. Robots are gonna do it. So we need to focus on a soft skill, empathy, communication. So that's why I became a coach because I know that's always going to be, that's never going to go away. You can't teach a robot how to how to sympathize with a person. You just can't. Right. It's binary. It's, it's X's and O's. It's, it's, it's one and zeros. So that's why I'm just trying to focus in on a skill that, you know, um, that 
will always be around no matter if it's the pandemic or not. That's why I was able to flourish amongst 2020. And I do that. A lot of my work is, you know, uh, via word of mouth. Uh, but a lot of it is, you know, social media. I'm a, I'm a millennial, right? I have a coach. My coach is, you know, he's a, he's an OG in the coaching world. So he doesn't really use, you know, um, social media. But it, it's also not in his demographic you know he, he has facebook but you know like he does he's out on tiktok you know so uh so as me being a millennial yeah man i have to use it but let me just say this though bro let me just say this I, i'm a little different bro when it comes to social media because social media is a tool right and it's not something that i put a lot of stock in because it, and to me man it's it's an illusion so i don't care if my paid post doesn't get a single like it's it's out there and and and, and just because it doesn't get just because i it may be low likes doesn't mean that the value or the impact wasn't there so a lot of people they let the lack of likes you know slow them down like I, I i truly 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 don't care and i realize that i can't assume that my family and friends even saw it because it's not up to me i can post it but it's up to the guys in silicon valley and the instagram aug algorithm i can post it don't mean that you're gonna see it right and and, and and why am i gonna get mad that you like in another post that you see that's on your feed and i can't even tell you if my post is even on your feed so why am i gonna get put too much stock in that i use it but i tend to use other things first you know social media is like a B or one B. It's not my one A. I, I I try to market in other ways because of that. And and a, a lot of people use social media for marketing, communication. It's kind of you know stay with to, to stay with the fads. What's what's popular right now? You know, especially yeah. young people. Yeah. So if you had some young person listening, and you know that stay on social media twenty four seven, constantly on TikTok constantly a lot of kids you know they may bully on social media or they may rely on likes for for self-esteem what, what would your advice be to a young person since you know you life coach you use social media as a tool and you've explained why they should what, i mean you know some kids may be like still kind of like huh what you mean like what's maybe one simple word of advice or word of encouragement or something you would say to a young person that's like well how do i do that what i'm supposed to do that's a, man, that's a very good question. And let me just take a moment to think about it so I can, you know, show up right, you know, because I don't want to. Let me just take a moment to think about because that's a very good question, man. And, you know, if I'm a because I don't want to say it's a maturity thing, you know, because, you know, if I want to talk to a, to answer your question, if I want to talk to a student and. The thing that I would say to them, man, to, to, to best explain it on their level Cause that's what that's what you got to do, bro. I, I can I can say something that you and I get, but you and I already know the answer. It's it's for some, the person listening. It's for the student. So, the answer to that question, man, for a student to why I think if they're on social media all the time, I'll say this, man. Social media is a hundred percent a tool, and it's a way to make money. So if you're gonna be on it all the time, make money from it. You know, instead of watching right now, kids love watching other kids play games on YouTube. And so I would just encourage you if you're going to be on it, instead of being the person that's doing the watching, make people watch you. Mm. That, 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 that's 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 what I'll say. I'm not going to say you don't do it because you're going to do it anyway. So we if you're going to do it, do it <laughs> and, 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 and we all do. I, I'm right, on social right. media and I'm not trying to say that I'm not because right. I am. And I do market on social media, but that's just not my the. the 
I don't put all of my stock eggs in it, right? Just like um, the job. Yeah, it's exactly. Exactly. I know what it is. I know what it's not. Aspects of your life. Nothing in this world is what it seems. And and social media is one of those things. And, and, bro, I recently came to this understanding. I used to get, I used to be mad when I post something and I didn't get the respect I felt it deserved, you know? <laughs> but it's like, nah, man, I truly had to put that away because if I think like that, man, I'm going to be upset all the time. So I can just focus on what I can control, man. And I would say to the to the kids out there, don't be on just if you're gonna be if you're gonna be on social media, find a way to make money from it. And don't just be the kids watching, you know, another person make money. Be the person that that is making money. Because let's let's let me say this, uh, 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 students. I mean, students, man. You know. Uh, being black is cool, man. Everyone wants to like think about it, man. Like in society, it's cool, you know. So if that's the case, man. Like make money from it that's and, <laughs> and leverage it, <laughs> right. you know. They <laughs> be cool and make money from it. So since we talking about social media and and ways to connect with the world, why don't you give the people your contact information, any social media or websites or anything you want people to to follow or pay attention to or people may people may want to invest in you and and get some, <laughs> some 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 information or some some tools some resources so this right now you can give you you know make sure you spell it out any social media or any websites so maybe people could follow you keep in touch since you a worldwide oh, traveler most definitely man so i want to first thing i'm gonna say is uh my life coaching i'm gonna start, start with instagram is invest in you coaching so the name of the name of my that's name that's the name of my business and it's a play on words the best investment we can make is in ourselves so invest in you coaching that is my instagram if you go to facebook if you type in invest in you coaching it it's going to be there you know um also i want to give a shout out to uh, I do have a nonprofit um, called the Social Scene. Soul, so so scene. It's a tongue tire. Whew. But what we do, man, is we promote black businesses and entrepreneurs. Just based based off the statistic that black business owners hire black people at a sixty four percent hiring rate, and non black business owners hire black people at a ten percent hiring rate. So it's just economics, people, and that's S O U L C I A L. Soul, so scene. Also, I want to give a shout out to uh, Building Better Men Mentoring Program. Um, that is that's uh, the other um, uh, job that I have. That I, I don't own that company. Um, I work uh, with Otis Bellinger. He's one of the uh, members of Kappa Alpha Psi. Otis Bellinger. So I work with him. You know, I'm definitely quick story. Yeah. So my dad, rest in peace, was a coach for the family basketball team in Detroit. Yeah. One of the teams they used to play was Be Real. They used to wear purple and gold, ironically. Otis Bellinger was their coach. Are you kidding me? Never, never knew he was a Kappa. And, I mean, you know, we just played against him. And for the people listening, I'm originally from Detroit. So that's where this connection comes in. Yes, and, sir. Yes, sir. And, and how they all kind of correlate. You know, born in Detroit, lived in Detroit, moved to a suburb called Southfield where, you know, to me it ain't really – it's, it was considered a suburb, but not really anymore. Yeah, I ain't going front. Yeah, I stayed in Southfield. That ain't the suburbs, homie. That's West Bloomfield. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> so 
Never knew he was a Kappa. Yep. Then I became a Kappa. Saw him on a website one day. Yep. And you just told a story about him. He is Do a legend. Do y'all see how the world works? He, no, no, no. This man is a legend. You know. <laughs> you know, like when it comes to mentorship, man, he is everything that I want to be. Like he is. He he he's won a, the presidential award for mentor of the year from President Obama. You know, like he just he's. Bro, this is his 30th year, man. So he's consistent. And mm. uh, so a lot a lot of my time is working with him and learning from him. So, you know, shout out to him. My and bad. Finish, you can finish your, oh, your, no, your, no. your, your, so, your social media info too, my fault. I messed that up. I, I was just going to say, uh, you know, uh, Building Better Men mentoring program, uh, social scene, investing you coaching on Facebook, Twitter, uh, IG, and it's invest in you coaching. I'm gonna give a shout out to. Uh, I'm gonna also give a shout out to. Uh, so I manage two people. One person from Southfield. He knows you. You know, uh, his name is Giancarlo Williams. Wallahi G. You know, wow, he, you, he you reps. Manage him? He reps Southfield. I, I know. He he is I, he Southfield. Just the album. Yes, okay. Southfield legend, man. Wow. So make sure, make sure yeah, I know that you check guy it out, well. man. Wow, you know, yeah, small man. world. That's crazy. Yeah, Wallahi. Y'all hear this, y'all? Like, Wallahi this, you see how the world G, works. Man. Uh, Southfield legend. Also, I represent a black woman. Um, Janania Kune. She's from she's from Columbus, Ohio. She has Elyra Apothecary, and she's super impressive, man. So it's just cool, bro. I'm able to, and they're both my friends. So I'm able to, you know, to I'm able to put on for both of them, and uh, and 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 make money doing that, man. So and and it's crazy, bro. Like. You know, just that Southfield connection. You know, you're from Southfield. He's from Southfield. And, you know, like I said, Southfield legend. Check it out. iTunes, baby. Yeah, go follow the guy. So we're going to take one more commercial break before we finish this show out. But you're listening to Black Excellence. This young man has a lot of of gems, a lot of knowledge, a lot of connections. and, and, And that's the way our community and we need to be. So... We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and finish the show out. So just make sure y'all y'all stay tuned and y'all listening. Turn turn on them listening ears, all right? Turn on them listening ears. We'll be right back. We appreciate y'all 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 sticking in with us every week too. We'll be right back. back as we close out the show we got a couple minutes left but we've we've kind of talked about so many different subjects throughout this this hour um we probably gonna have to bring you back again to talk some more because it's just not enough time we never we're always out of time fashionably but i mean we've talked about race education dealing with the pandemic social media you know advice i mean i mean we've to relationships everybody we know like all these lessons and and you are a life coach and we i think we've gave some life lessons and and done some coaching to some parents and young people you know that may be listening so as as we close out being that you know we've talked about a couple of solutions i like to not talk about it but be about it so as we talk about maybe some solutions moving forward 
where do we go from here as as a, as a community, as a people? Whether you're in Detroit, whether you're in Columbus, whether you're here in Cleveland, where do we go as far as a, a community? Whether it's economics, education, living, you know, dealing with the pandemic, digital age. Like, in your opinion, or if you had to give some solutions, you gave some. What do, what do you advise people to do? Where, where do we go from here as a people? How, what, what do we what are we to do, Coach? Great question. Great question. Um, in the in the in the most simplest way, man, I think what we can do is we can only can do we can only be in control of what we can be in control of, and that's us. So I like to say, so one of my favorite rappers is YG. And he has a song called, he has a song, and in that song, he says, stay dangerous. Staying dangerous is 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 being the best person that you can be. Staying dangerous is, is reading. Staying dangerous is learning a new skill. So I would just say, invest in yourself. Stay dangerous because, Brian, I, I, pr- I promise you this, bro. When you, are, when you are operating on optimal levels, there's nobody in this world that can stop you. Right. And that's that's the same for everybody listening. When everyone is in their greatest, most authentic, purest form, no one can stop you or tell you anything. So I would just say be happy, man, and and truly invest in yourself. And so you can show up in this world strong and uh, or you can show up in this world how you want to show up. You don't got to be strong. Maybe you want to maybe you want to show up. Looking weak, but really be strong. You, maybe you want to have a poker face, man. So, and 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 do you, and don't worry about what, what no one else thinks, man. So, that's what I would say. And and thank you for that. And, and just so we have some clarity, when he says stay dangerous, he doesn't mean go go get violent, do dangerous things, be be. <laughs> you know, no, just, not at all. just 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 no. just in case people are like, oh my god, he said be dangerous. No, he he, he that's, that's he, an analogy. He's saying exactly yes. what he means to 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 learn new skills, make yourself, you know, harder to beat. Whether it's for that job, whether it's for that promotion, yes, yes. whether it's for that scholarship, whether it's to win that contest, win that game, anything in competition, he's saying be so hard to stop and hard to beat that nobody knows how to defeat you. That's what he means by that. And it's funny that you say that. Side note, being here in Cleveland, I am in tune with the sports world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baker Mayfield, the quarterback here, it's a famous line he uses, stay dangerous. Really? Yes, it's on shirts no, and he, everything. No, he doesn't. Yes, yeah, I don't know if he got it from YG. He probably too. got it from YG, but man. YG it. Well, he says stay dangerous, or he said I woke up feeling dangerous. There it is, there and that's it what is. he always says. There but I find it funny again how it relates back and how all these things they they don't just relate to one area of one's life. In the beginning, you talked about having your hand in all these different baskets, being multifaceted, multiverse, doing what you're good at, spreading it out. We need to think like that as a community for everything. You need to have your hand in multiple baskets. You need to be looking at multiple schools, multiple scholarships, multiple competition, multiple organizations to get involved with, multiple schools to go to even after fifth and eighth grade, yeah. you know, going into high school. You need to have always have options. Give yourself options. Make yourself to the point where they want you. You're not begging nobody. Let me get this. Let me. They want you when you just have to choose. So I, I, I love it. You're right, man. If I can say this, if it's enough time. Yeah, we got a couple more minutes. Go ahead. I'm going to say this, man. And I got this from the great Eric Thomas. You can't be average. If you're average at anything, no one's gonna. you're not going to make no money. 
if you are great at whatever you do, money will follow you. So invest in yourself and be great at whatever it is. If that's on YouTube, be great at it. If that's cooking, be great at cooking. That's meal prepping, be great. And people will pay you for your service. You know, you don't gotta you don't gotta give discounts and 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 you know, you know, people will pay what you're worth. Just, you know, make sure that you're worth it. And you do that by investing in yourself. And that means that you don't you shouldn't be an average student you should try to be a good student or the best student exactly that means you should strive to be a great or excellent parent and again yes. i know people are out there they work hard they're doing what they can but some parents you know they just, work hard at work they don't yeah. work hard at, at being a parent and you they, have they, to work hard at that and they may you know what i'm saying so i think that what you're giving is people need to look at it from more than one aspect i think our mindset we're so closed compartmentalized like it's just one area here one area that we talking about everything not just a little bit everything and then when we witnessed the other day i mean call it what you want but you know a woman of color vice president of this country like you could do whatever you want and i think that that's what you're saying but go into there with the resources go into there with the tools go in there expecting to win go in there Dangerous. <laughs> yes, Go in there yes, dangerous. Ain't yes. that what he said? Stay dangerous. But hey, like you said, words matter, man. So I'm glad that you unpacked that. You know, words do matter. And uh, and I meant that in the most, you know, respectful way when I said stay dangerous, man. And and shout out to our new vice president, man. I'm all about, you know, black women empowerment. So black women lead, man, and we have a new excellent the country is in good hands. I would say that, man. We also we have a good president too, man. So And you know why it's in good hands too? Because we, it's up to us. We voted, you know, democracy and it's, and, at its finest. And moving right? forward, we gotta hold people accountable, and exactly. we got and we gotta stay woke. You preach. <laughs> so as we round out this show, man, Danny B, Mr. Coach himself, I just want to appreciate you for coming on the show, my brother. As we we close out, Joe to Michigan to be back on the show was not gonna miss this in person. Of course, we distance, got our mask on, being safe. Yes, yes. But yes. I appreciate you coming through, my brother, dropping all this knowledge for our communities. Whether you in Michigan, Ohio, or any other state, you listening? Um, this is this is going down in the books, and he will be back. We got to get him back on the show, man. Appreciate so I, that. Appreciate I appreciate. Love you y'all. Appreciate y'all. It's so much fun. Thank and you. We, we about to close it out. So listen, y'all be safe out there. Wear a mask. Stay dangerous. Ooh. Stay multifaceted. Ah. Keep the tools up. Be safe. Yes. Stay blessed. Yes. Till next time. Let's go. Take care. We thank you for listening. This is Brian Webster, your host, the MyCom Regional Coordinator. For more information, please call 216-342-2963 or visit mycomcle.org.